Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from the pop culture and then we talk about it. You nope, that's how we used to do it for the other thing. Hey, I I fucked this all over the place. My name's Sky. I'm Jake. <laughs> Sorry, I took a nap and I'm all out of sorts. By took a nap, he means he fell asleep in the middle of what we were watching. Yep, that's how good it is. Um, yeah, I I called an audible. We were gonna start. Uh, that's a sports term, Jake. From shut from, up from footballs. You owe me um, two hours of my life. I just wasted it because a movie came out that I had I had heard nothing about, but I did watch the trailer, and I heard some stuff about it. Who did you hear this from? Internet. I feel like you had to Google it. No, there's a thing on one of my social medias where like, hey, here's here's a superhero movie about black ladies. The, got, first of all. This is not a superhero movie. Nope. In the least. They literally say we're not superheroes. Yep. And they are not kidding. It's, we're watching a, a movie called uh, Fast Color. We're not watching. We watch. That's why we're so sleepy sounding and angry a little bit. <laughs> it, it, I Yeah, neither of us had watched it, but I thought that it might be cool. And this guy was I like, wasn't. This guy was like, what if I made Battlefield Earth seem fun and breezy? <laughs> It was long. <laughs> it's only 102 minutes, but it felt like three hours. <laughs> Just like I Battlefield. I miss my Earth. family. I feel like I've been here for weeks. <laughs> it 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 has a couple of problems, I would say. Well, I was hoping I it would even... be red, like it flew under the radar because it didn't have any marketing. But I think it maybe didn't have any marketing because it wasn't very good. Yeah, you can't just decide, Sky. You gotta watch it, and then you'll know why it's not. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we just made did. Made seventy-six million dollars. It did. Yeah, that's surprising. That's not that much. Uh, it's more than I expected. I'm sorry. It made seventy-six thousand dollars. That sounds more accurate. Seventy-six is that's a that is a good amount of money. Uh, yeah, it definitely costs more than that to make. It doesn't say, but there's no way it didn't. Yeah, because it it's a it's a pretty movie. I mean the the it's well shot and so ima- some decent visual stuff happening. It's like uh, I don't even know. I lost all train of thought. <laughs> so, but it, it sounded really cool because it, it's three generations of of super powered people and dealing with that and not trying to get found out by the government. You know, standard superhero shit. Yeah, except they don't actually do superhero shit. Yeah. So I was misled and made you watch a movie. That- uh, it wasn't great. Fifteen minutes, you can explain this movie. You don't have to. We don't have to. Because there's fifteen minutes worth of stuff in, in one hundred and twenty minutes. <laughs> um, it's it's a post-apocalyptic world. There's no water. It's not really apocalyptic. It's just there's no water. Seems to be the only difference. Yeah, that, I mean, which that's makes what things would... ship, shitty. But yeah, that's that's what the apocalypse will be, though, when all the food's dead and then we die. Guess that's true. Because there's one of the horsemen of the apocalypse is famine. It makes you starve. I know. Because famine. It's very literal. Um, but there hasn't been any wa- rain in eight, eight years, years or something. And everything's dying. And everyone's going to die. Even though uh, water, everybody had water. Which was weird. It was just in short supply. Yeah. And everybody so was just buying half money. bottles of it. It starts out kind of kind of interestingly because there's a lady escaping 
uh, like a <clears throat> escaping some sort of factory or something. And we see her run into her car, and she drives away quick, and she has a gun, and she's got, like, rope tied around her her wrists. Like, oh, what did she just escape? And later you just find out, oh, she just ties herself down when she goes to bed. Which what? doesn't make sense, because it doesn't stop anything. Sure doesn't. Or maybe it's it does, and it'd be super worse if she, uh, she didn't. I guess. I don't see why it would be. I don't know, she escapes one place and drives all day, and then she goes to a different hotel, and then she... That's just the first half of the movie, is just, <laughs> she goes from hotel to hotel for a while. Yeah. And she has, uh, she's superpowers, and she has seizures, which triggers her thing. She's very Jean Grey-like, in that she's not great at controlling this shit, and then Jean Grey from the, the, anim- the, the first animated series, where she all she did oh, was Scott. think real hard, and then she'd yell, oh, Scott, and pass out. But she she has a seizure and causes an earthquake. But at this point in the movie, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, they don't take a lot of time to explain it. So but they're she, too busy just doing long, quiet, establishing shots of everything. It's very artsy. Uh, it's all art and no fart. I need some fart in my movies. <laughs> but she uh, she escapes because like she, she causes an earthquake and then rescue workers come. Even though nothing seemed to be damaged, really, it was just kind of scary. And uh, she steals a new car, and we see her at a diner, and some schmuck uh, starts talking to her. Who turns out to be the bad guy of the film, um, and he is the least threatening bad guy ever. He, he looks like a social studies teacher. Yeah. <laughs> With his, his sweater and his, his billfold. But he buys her a coffee. Again, like, there's just, wa- everybody's got the what they need to make coffee. And, and there's water everywhere, and all the cars have water in them, and... You know, there's just a lot of stuff happening, but but there's no water. It's like Tank Girl or Waterworld, but in reverse. She tries to uh, to to leave the diner, but then there's a policeman who found her stolen car, and the the guy offers her a ride, and she takes it. Turns out he's a scientist. He's a bad guy, and he knows everything about her somehow. Like how were how was he able to pinpoint all of her information and not know where her family was? Because they were staying in the house that she grew up in. It's weird. I don't know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, because I know you don't have to explain everything. You should explain some things. Uh, yeah, I, I had... And is he the bet? I don't know what sinister intentions he might have had. Yeah, I don't know. I, they did there's not... just not quite enough information to make us care that he wants her to come with him. Yeah, because maybe he is trying to help her, or maybe he thinks that I can help you like make it rain again. Not with money, but with actual water. But she's got a gun, and she shoots him in the hand as he tries to stick her with a sedative, I guess. And she just kind of face-stomps him and leaves. <laughs> the like, run is way funnier in this fast movie. Yeah. She spends a lot of time running in the in the desert. She it was 20 miles, I think, when they pulled off away from uh, from a town. And she just runs all the way there. Well, this could be a different town. Cause she, run, she doesn't run the, with the road. She runs... Perpendicular to it? Yeah. I guess that's true. But he does follow her to the exact place she went. And every time she gets water or anyone has water, it's in a jug that doesn't have a cap. And it doesn't make any sense. It's got, like, plastic rubber banded to the the mouth. Like, I get it. There's no water. That's great. But why are there no lids to things? (laughs) Because of the Great Lid War, Jacob. Of whatever year this is. Eight years before. She spends a lot of water just, like, cleaning blood off of herself. Yeah. We only see her drink once, aside from that coffee. And honestly, I'd rather die than drink coffee. 
And that's you're talking about the good coffee. This is instant coffee that they had. Yeah. That's why they're talking about how it's so <clears> bad. But I think no, it's just how coffee tastes. Pretty sure. But she goes to a farmhouse and she looks at it wistfully and then decides not to go there. Um and we cut to a different scene where a a, a car pulls up and finds the car that she was traveling with the scientist in. He he just bailed. He got kicked in the face and decided to run away also. Instead of continuing to drive that car? Because I think it was... I mean, it still had gas in it. He said later that he didn't want to drive a crime scene into town. Well, sure, but you can drive to the edge of town. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've already given up. (laughs) Yeah. But we see the this cop. He comes up a whole bunch later. He's also, I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90% sure, he was in a, a series called Alphas. Which was also a take on the X-Men. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Except they called them alphas instead of mutants because mutants is probably trademarked. But he ends up being one of the good guys. He is in a show, a sci-fi series called Alphas. Yep. And uh, scientist McSmushface, because he got kicked in the nose and he's all bloodied. Um, he f- finds the exact gas station where she went and he's like, I'm on the right trail. We cut over to uh, what's her face? Did, fuck, I have no idea what her name is. Ruth. Yes. She goes to a bar, and she asks the tender, "Do you sell food here?" And she says, "Yeah." I don't have money, but I'll work for it. And like the very next scene, after Ruth uh, has has a little sandwich, it, it like she's just alone in the bar. It's <laughs> if if I had a bar. Or like I don't know if the woman working there owns it or whatever, but like if if some transient comes in and says I will, I will work for food, I'm not gonna leave them alone in my establishment. They're probably gonna clean me out on their way out. She went to get this backpack. I guess we could have done that later. Where's this broad gonna go? Other than to the jukebox to play something from the what was it? Oh, germ-free adolescence doesn't matter. It's not a song I've ever heard before. No, it's some band. She had that weird coin at the beginning. Uh, oh, that, that was her sobriety her... chip. Oh, You get okay. that at AA or whatever. I guess I didn't realize. I thought it had something to do with her powers, and oh, I thought uh, she put it in the jukebox. No. It said, like, six months sober. Oh. I don't know when she stopped going, because she says she's been sober for a year, but her she only had a six-month chip. It's her big Hero 6 chip. Yeah, you use that to call Baymax. Yeah. And he comes and he sprays and your he wounds with you. uh, Bacitracin. He hugs you, so you, because you've just watched this movie and you're, and you need a hug. Yeah, you just need a hug. But yeah, the the bartender lady gives her some stuff and tells her to go stay in this abandoned hotel and gives her a a glow stick. Yeah, because there ain't no electricity. I know, but she just had glow sticks ready. Maybe every Tuesday they do rave night at that bar. Makes sense. Even though it's definitely a bar for like hill folk. Hill folk love raving. Do they? I don't know. It's not really hill folk, because they're in the middle of the desert where it's all flat. I suppose, yeah. Okay, the planeswalkers. How's that? <laughs> yeah, it's better. We have a scene that doesn't really mean anything to us of, like, police investigating the car. And then we see her, uh, Ruth, walking back to the farmhouse she ran away from yesterday. But she has a cool-ass dinosaur backpack. That doesn't come up again enough. Sure doesn't. I don't see think we see it again. No. Uh, and Ruth doesn't seem to be mad that she lost her previous bag that had, like, a what I had assumed was a teddy bear she bought for her daughter before she ran away. Also, her gun and map, which also seemed like pretty important items to have. But we do see a little girl come out of that farmhouse, and then we hear 
an older woman's voice yell to come back and help with stuff. And we get a very long establishing shot of the interior of the home. It looks like a Martha Stewart catalog. No, it doesn't. Looks like You're... a better home catalog. No, it doesn't. Have you ever looked at a fucking magazine? No. <sighs> Not those magazines, anyway. It, But it's a very it well-kept defini- home. It's clean, but it, it's not modern. It's not a house you would put in a magazine at all. <laughs> it's a, it's an old farmhouse. It looks like an old farmhouse, but not in like a, not in like a current like chic country sort of way. It just looks like an old ass farmhouse. Where Clark, Clark Kent would have. It's too real. It looks too real to be in a magazine. <laughs> but we get introduced to. Sky uh... only reads porno magazines, <laughs> or vaguely porno magazines, like, uh, like. Uh, What's that Maxim? one? Yeah, there you go. I was like, what's that, one, what's that one freak pornography magazine you got for a long time? Men's Health? Uh, no, it was Maxim. <laughs> that's how I learned how to tie, uh, not tie, but fold a that's napkin learned, into a rope. That's, learned, that's how you learned how to be a man. Yep. That's how you came into your own. <laughs> yep. Um, so this little girl uh, who lives with uh, this older woman <clears throat> it's apparently uh, like a prodigy at fixing stuff, and she was able to get a record player working by replacing some of the broken parts in it. So she's got a, an inquisitive mind and a and the the brain of an engineer. It's pretty cool. And then the older woman uh, plays a record, Nina Simone, um, which is not a, a an artist I've heard of, but it wasn't bad. At, but the the audio quality was. And then she like steps outside, but she cranks that shit all the way up. Even though the little girl's trying to sleep, or whatever, she at the very least sent her to bed. I forget the grandma's name here. It's Bo. It's Bo. You were correct. Um, so Bo goes to have a cigarette, and then just for funsies, she starts playing with her superpower. Uh, I wasn't entirely certain if she was doing it or if Ruth was doing it mm-hmm. until we find out that Ruth can't do it. Right. But she's just holding the cigarette in her hand, and then she just kind of disintegrates it. And swirls that are all the components around. So. You know, it's probably more boring than watching this is hearing someone describe how boring this movie is. For, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's a neat visual effect. No, this part's neat, but uh, I'm just bored. <laughs> That's fair because we're watching this again, but in fast motion. It's still boring. Yeah, it is, but it's it's more boring faster. It's what makes me angrier, but quicker. <laughs> uh, Ruth does show up. And, like, surprises Bo, who drops all of the dust. But then she's able to reconstitute the cigarette out of it. Which is weird to me, because one of the things that they, like, she continually tells her granddaughter, I guess, is once something's broken, it can't be fixed. It stays broken. So you fixed the cigarette. No, she didn't fix the cigarette. She just put it back together how it was. You fucking missed it because you were taking a goddamn nap, because this movie is boring as shit. Mm. If the the bowl is broken, so you can't take it apart and put it back together like it was never broken, it goes back together as a broken bowl. So oh. that cigarette goes back together as the cigarette it was when it came apart. Oh. That's hmm. why they can turn something to dust and put it in their pocket and come back later and it turns into a thing. Hmm. Can they only turn the thing into what it was? Yeah. Okay. Seemingly. That's the only demonstrable thing. Uh, n- not a single human gets turned to dust in this, and that's boring. Yeah. Remember in uh, Apocalypse where... Everyone got turned into dust? Yeah. Or sand. I forget which. It doesn't really matter, but it happened a bunch. But not to the X-Men. 
which is fine. So they argue because what's her name? <clears throat> uh, Ruth is supposed to be out on the run. You only have to remember three names. <laughs> yeah. It's Ruth, Bo, and Lila. <laughs> yep. And I will try to remember those moving forward. I promise nothing. But Ruth has nowhere else to go, and I think she's out of money. She's <laughs> certainly out of zip ties for her arms. Um, so she stays in the barn. Apparently, she has never met her daughter. We find that out in a minute. Um, but Bo reluctantly agrees to help her. I mean, she's at least met her as a baby. Yeah, but that doesn't count. No, because babies aren't people. Like, <laughs> from you could miss one to three and, like, come in at four, and that baby w- would never know anything different. <laughs> but it would hate you, and it would never quite know why. Right. Like, the sadness would be deep in there, but they wouldn't know why it's there. Yeah. I feel like you've never hugged me as a baby, but... <laughs> I, can't I don't... I can't prove it, because I have no recollection from this time, but I'm almost positive. Is <laughs> And that's our, teach, our, our parenting corner for this episode of Pop Culture Failure. Yeah, you can just dip for, like, three years before you need to be there. Yeah. Um... Ugh, there's still so much before anything happens in this fucking movie. Yeah. So we cut over to the guy, the scientist guy, and he's going through her things. Um, And we see the, the teddy bear again, and you would have thought that would be important, but it's completely irrelevant and do- I don't think comes up again. Uh, maybe it just served as a memento to remember? I don't know. But I don't know. The government still wants her, so... They, they've they uh, been able to track her to this town because they literally just ran to the nearest town from where she kicked him in the face. Um, so Lila has a secret plan to escape because <laughs> um, Bo doesn't want her futzing about with her powers or like going anywhere. Um, but she's constantly tinkering with stuff and she's trying to get a old truck running again. That little girl is not old enough to drive. No. But it's an aspirational goal, and I don't know that Bode thought she could do it. Because, like, replacing wires in a record player is way different from getting a car to run. <laughs> or maybe it's not. I don't I don't know. Are the dishes weird because the, these are just the dishes they have, or are the dishes weird because it's the weird future where there's no water? Look, look at all those weird cups. I don't know. Like, she's fucking drinking out of a tiny vase. <laughs> Uh, I thought for a long time she was just drinking out of an old can. <laughs> Ruth explains to uh, to Lillian, Lila, Lila, that uh, she, she can't see the colors. She was she's not good at her superpowers. This whole color thing doesn't make, make any sense, and it doesn't like it's not in it enough to care. Yep. Like apparently, if if you use your superpower, you can see colors. Not a superpower. It's just a power. They don't do anything super ever. It's a boring power. <laughs> so fast color. I assumed that with fast color, one of them would have like super speed or something, but that is not the case. Um, I don't even no, know what the they can all means. They can all just disintegrate stuff, except for uh, Ruth, who can also do like earthquakes. She can't. She can't just do it. It just happens. That's true. It's not of her volition, and she needs to be strapped to a bed. But she doesn't need to be strapped to a bed. Nope. Consistency. Sheriff What's-His-Name goes out and does some investigating of his own. And Ruth tries 
like she starts training a little bit. I fell asleep through this part. I think she thinks if her powers come back, that the the seizures will stop. Um, so that's the way they tr- do training. Ah, and then she also makes a fifth harmony quote here. What something about being worth it? I don't know. I'm like ninety percent sure it's her fifth harmony quote. I'm gonna have to trust you on that one. Yep, that's fine. I definitely fell asleep for this. It's because it's boring. Okay. They try and fix a window, and you can't fix a window. Because hmm. it was uh, it was broken. Yes. Okay. It's broken. <laughs> Don't remember this either. Uh, it's ju- it's just more of the same. It's just them yeah. quiet, and there's a phone call, and it's the, the cop calling Bo with yeah. their secret come, right. come meet me thing. Yeah. And he knows the scientists are poking around. Right. Um, the non-threatening scientist. Uh, Layla steals some tools, like she disintegrates them. It's the most interesting use of this power. Yeah, like she puts the dust in her little tiny hip purse, and she brings them home and reconstitutes them, and that's pretty rad. Like, you know in Batman 66, the movie, where uh, the penguin or one of them created a a dehydration gun? Are you asking me? Yeah. Because I, no, I don't, I've never seen that. Well, they, they... One of the villains made a dehydration gun, so they were uh, abducting world leaders by zapping them with this gun and turning them into powder. So when you wanted them to come back, you just drop some water on them, and they'd poof back into a people. Oh. Unless you reconstituted them with uh, heavy water. I forget what that means. Uh, in which case, they'd be unstable, and then they would poof, but they would explode later. Oh, heavens. Not in a graphic way, but in a more of a... And they're gone in, kind in of way. In a cartoonish Batman 66 way. <laughs> right. I don't know if they got like an, a flash balloon of like, bam, or pow, or poof. But it, it they just kind of blipped out of existence with, with nothing to show for it. They were just wiped from the face of the earth. Suck it. You're bad guys. It's fine. Ruth tries to bond with uh, her daughter by going through her old albums or maybe Bo's old albums. I don't super know. Uh, I find it weird that she has that Lauren Hill album on vinyl, um, because when that album came out, there wouldn't have, vinyl wasn't like a big thing yet, and I don't think it's old enough that like vinyl was still a thing. Hmm. It I, just seems weird to me that that Lauren Hill album is on vinyl. <laughs> she would have uh-huh. had it on cassette probably. But um, Ruth <clears throat> uh, shows uh. Layla? Yes. Uh, her favorite album of some weird pop band. It's the one the from the band. bar that she she played earlier. Did I say Not, pop? Yep. I meant to say punk. And uh, Layla says, oh, I wrote one of those lyrics in the back of the truck. <clears throat> because she found it in the back of the truck. Because it was Ruth's truck. Ruth wrote it there. Oh, she did? Okay. Yeah. I thought I just read that she, the little girl wrote it. Or maybe she said red. It's going in fast motion, so it flipped by quickly. And also, I wasn't super paying attention. Um, But yeah, so they have a moment about that. (laughs) It takes forever. Layla uh, says that she wants to get the truck going so she can leave the farmhouse and go see stuff. Yeah, that Uh, Lauryn Hill album came out in 1998. Vinyl wasn't, like, a big thing. Doesn't mean it wasn't a thing. I'm going to find out. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Bo goes and meets uh, Sheriff What's His Face at the the track. 
not like the dog track, but at like the high school racetrack <laughs> for for track and field. I didn't say track in enough times. I don't think in that sentence. Um, okay, so the uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill was first pressed on vinyl in 2010. But I guess if this is the future, uh, you know, she could have had like, that copy from her youth. Which could have taken, maybe, you know, maybe she was little in 2020 or whatever. Sure. And this is 2030. Or this could just be an alternate timeline where it happened and vinyl never went out of style. Oh, that's true. We don't get enough backstory about this world. But I thought, uh, I thought Lauren Hill would be our key to figuring it out. <laughs> no, I think it's the sheriff guy. He seems to know everything. <laughs> he doesn't get a lot of screen time. Um, but he announces... That uh, she's been made. There's bad shit's going to happen. And Bo is discussing with Ruth that she needs to leave to keep everyone safe. But she doesn't. <laughs> it was pretty easily decided. I feel like Bo could have just turned her to dust and been like, too bad, bitch. Yeah. Why like, Duh, her- that's a really good idea. When the bad guys come, you turn her to fucking dust and like hide her in a little can. Yeah. And then when they leave, you turn her back into fucking people. Yeah, or you turn all the dudes into dust, and then you mail them somewhere else. Yeah, you just wash them down the drain. Yeah, or that. Because there's no water. But That's true. You just throw them in the rest of the dust of the world. Yeah, you just slowly feed them to Dust to dust and all that. But we, we cut over to the scientist gentleman. To what seems to be a scene from Breaking Bad is what this looks <laughs> like. <laughs> it does have that aesthetic. Um... He he's being he's getting a dressing down from his superior because they haven't caught the superpowered lady yet. He's like, look, she caused an earthquake. I need a couple of days. I'm one dude. It's my first day. <laughs> Which is, I feel like that's a valid point. Um, and we jump back to the farmhouse and everybody's just milling about. Fucking Earth became tattooed, and they're all moisture farmers <laughs> now. <laughs> I didn't see any blue milk, but I mean, we're we're like three quarters there. I can't believe I only just made that connection. (laughs) Do you like the movie slightly better now? No. Okay. Because look at that weird place she keeps that cereal in that giant like apothecary jug. Yeah, it looks as though it's an RX bottle. Got got to have an amber bottle to keep all the all the light out. Keep your shits nice and fresh. And we get a moment where Bo is watching uh, Layla as she's tinkering with the truck. And we get some exposition about how uh, when Bo was a little girl, she liked this guy. And they were kind of like grade school through high school sweethearts until one day she got banged and uh, came back pregnant <clears throat> with uh, with Ruth. Her mom did not care for such things. It's almost like when you keep someone uh, locked up in a house, they go out and... They want to escape that house yeah. and go do things. And things happen. And Bo did not actually take it that into account when, you know, ch- basically chaining Layla to this house. Because <laughs> she wants to escape. That's why she's fixing the truck. Right. Because that's what the movie's about, I guess. I think the movie is about society as a whole accepting the fact that this movie is really boring. <laughs> I don't really know what the antagonist is here. Because, like, sh- she's running from the government, but we haven't established at all that they're the bad guy. 
I mean, it's kind of understood that in this kind of genre, uh, governmental in you know influence is usually the bad guy. And okay, sure, but do something to prove that. All they do mean, is they're he, trying to track down a woman a who can cause. <laughs> yeah, but it could have just been a sedative, so she doesn't have a seizure and cause another earthquake. Listen, I mean, I'm, I agree. It, there's no real threat. Like it does. That man is so very unthreatening, and mm-hmm. just that's probably why they sent him. He's like, look, you've got the face of a puppy. Why don't you go get her? Um, but Layla gets the truck working. And they decide, yeah, you're like 10. Here, have a truck. <laughs> Maybe they knew that it didn't have much gas in it. You're like, mm, it's fine. But Bo notices that there's some stolen tools. There's some shiny tools. She's mad. She's like, that's not what our powers are for. And, but and, then that's it. Yeah. And also, Layla's <laughs> just like, well, so what the fuck am I supposed to do with them? This is what it does. They all have really fun belts. They do. I think that uh, Ruth's is just a cord. I think so, too. He's ragging on your cord, dude. Uh, and Bose is an old-timey, like, weightlifting belt. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, an old-timey, like, medieval swords belt. Wow. But then uh, Papa Sheriff shows up. And we find out he's the dad. Yeah. Um, L- Lele didn't know it all. But Ruth knew that uh, this this gentleman was her her dad all along. There's something about his costume that doesn't look real. It, it looks like it's they the, took a normal shirt and yeah. just sewed those patches on. Exactly. And also, I think that he's wearing a vest, and that shield is also just a patch. Uh, oh, no, it's real. Yeah, okay. but it's just pinned on there. I yeah. mean, I guess... That, yeah, no, no, it just, nothing seems, yeah, nothing <laughs> that's seems how badges that official. Do. He, he doesn't have... I, well, maybe that's just how sheriffs dress. I don't dress. know. He I don't, just I'm, doesn't have an air of authority about him. No. Well, he kind of does just say... Um, once you were born, I was like, well, I guess I'll be the sheriff now. And then he did. So it doesn't feel like... That's how you do it in small towns. I guess. You kill the the existing sheriff, and then you become him. This feels a lot like uh, Stranger Things if Stranger Things wasn't interesting. <laughs> Take that. Whatever this movie's called. I was going to say The Color Purple, but that's a different movie. This one's Fast Color. This is this is like if uh, that episode of Stranger Things in season two where it's all about Elle and none of the other characters are there, and you're just like, this is long. <laughs> uh, this is that this is that movie, but even longer. Yeah, but uh, Sheriff Dad is there to say uh, they're closing in. This girl should run away again. <clears throat> and then there's some unwarranted yelling back and forth where Ruth tells Layla she has to stay because reasons, and the world sucks and you don't have to leave here. And instead of, like, gathering any supplies, Ruth just goes. I mean, I guess she's continually done this before. Yeah. She seems uh, very willing to just abandon her things. (laughs) Live in that minimalist lifestyle. I could never go (laughs) on the run. No. To rent a truck every time. (laughs) Or just steal a cube truck. She goes to get the gas can. She sees the coat in the back, which means nothing to me, but I guess it means something to her. Um, and while she's pumping gas, she has, like, a flashback. A remembery. <laughs> uh, she flashes back to a moment where she was holding her baby, um, and they went to sleep, and she had a seizure, and the it caused an earthquake, which caused a flood in the room, and the baby fell into the water. So she, f- you know, 
very justifiably was afraid of putting her kid in danger, so that's why she abandoned her. Um, but also, that kid was underwater for a very long time. Is part of their superpower underwater breathing? No, babies are just good at being underwater. Are they, though? Uh, no. I mean, I suppose they were in water, more or less, for like nine no. continuous months. I think the second you take them out of the water, anything will kill them. <laughs> I guess. That's why you can have a water birth, because the baby is still like in the water and stuff. Mm-hmm. The second you, it breaches the surface, watch out. Yeah. Uh, she <clears throat> uh, finishes the memory, and she sees her baby's face. She finishes the memory. <laughs> well, I'm finished with that memory. <laughs> yeah. And apparently... In her mind, this stopped the seizure? Yeah. It she, didn't just end? She stopped it? It was just real unclear until she says it later. I thought it just it was over. Yeah, because that's what happened. Uh, and then she starts seeing colors in the sky, which is apparently what they were talking about earlier. these are the fast ones. <laughs> they are moving pretty quickly. It basically looks like an Aurora Borealis, except for the streaks of light that are kind of just kaleidoscopy. Aurora Borealis, this time of year... <laughs> In this part of the country, localized entirely in the desert. Yes. <laughs> May I see it? No. Mm-hmm. See, Lori, the house is on fire. No, mother, that's just the northern lights. <laughs> um. So she is driving back to the house to tell her, her family that she can see the colors now, which she's also looking every which way and not on the road. I was very concerned she was going to hit something. But she doesn't. It's or at least we what don't see it to, happen. Unless the roadrunner runs out in front of you, what is there to hit? Yeah. Um, but she gets back home and everybody's gone and the house has basically been turned over. Okay, uh, so Bo isn't there. So she goes to to the, her police dad. To Sheriff Dad. And he and she's like, where is everyone? He's like, oh, Bo's on her way here. Where the fuck is she coming from? How did... How I, did... I think what had happened, as he explained it, is... Layla displayed her, her abilities. Yes. So the guys took her. Yes. She went with them. Oh, okay. But she did not display that she also has those abilities. Why? I don't know. But I guess as her guardian, she was allowed to go with. Or maybe she was just there to calm down Layla and not have her turn them into just wet oh, dust. Oh, yeah. He does say she's there now. Okay. Okay, I missed that part because I, I was super bored, so I was looking at my phone a lot at this point. Sure. Uh <laughs> Sheriff Dad tells uh, Ruth that he gave up the body shop to become the sheriff uh, after she left. Or during she... I, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. And he's just walking around his house. He's got the holster on his hip still. Dude, if you had a gun like that, you'd carry it around. I do have a gun like that. And I don't carry it around. Yeah, but you don't have the authority like he does. Just walk around my house wearing a gun? I yeah. can do that. No. You don't, have, you don't have enough authority here. The gun gives me the authority, Jake. <laughs> Now, while you're not wearing it, I'm going to slap you around. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, Bo shows up to Sheriff Dad, uh, and Ruth is like, I saw the colors! Which makes it sound like she just got high. I'm going to sneeze. No, she stopped getting high. <laughs> God damn it. That one hurt. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, she's like, I, I stopped the seizure because I remembered my baby's face. What? Okay, fine. Whatever. She's like, I'm in control now. It's like, maybe we don't. You get, maybe we don't get this because we're not moms. Maybe if you were a mom, this would make a lot of sense. Yeah, moms. It's about moms and relationships. Moms or something. write in, or don't. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, we um, should have brought your mom in. <laughs> she would. 
like this. Maybe. Probably not. No, I, I doubt she would. Mine would not have. Yeah, so uh, uh, Bo lets Ruth run off to go do whatever it is her plan is. And uh, Bo's just like, I- I'm afraid that I will kill them if we go and do this. Uh, and we cut over to wherever uh, Layla's being held. And she has disintegrated her handcuffs. Apparently they had this little girl in handcuffs. You gotta. I, I don't think you do. Uh, it- it's daytime now. And uh, now, yes, Ruth has uh, located the facility where What's-Her-Face is being held. Layla. Yep. Sure. Little girl. Little girl. She hops out. (laughs) She hops out of her truck and then she starts making a storm. Because? Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I don't. She doesn't seem to have one. She's like, I'm just gonna go get her. She. uh, So she makes clouds, but I didn't. I guess you can make molecules together. So maybe you can make things that aren't. Well. I, uh, uh, cloud formation is weird because uh, you need dirt up in the air. So maybe she made other dust and threw that in there. Yeah, I guess it's just a mixture of things that already exist. Yep. But she makes the weather because that's a power she has, I guess. And it starts well, to rain for the first time in eight to nine years. Yeah, and that's that draws them out because they ain't seen rain. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lovely distraction. Except it's probably a metaphor for something we don't understand because, uh, you know. <laughs> Getting wet? Yeah. Yeah, everybody, like, this little girl has never seen rain, so she was probably freaked out by the sound. She ain't never heard that before, right? Someone's throwing a bunch of corn on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so all the slack-jawed yokels come out to... No, those are the scientists, guy. One of them's a scientist. Well, the other ones are with the scientists. They're, they took over the station. <laughs> they could be slack-jawed yokels. You don't know. No, they have... They're guns. They're the bad guys. Are they? Yeah. They all draw their guns. They have the scene that tells us... Uh, I don't earlier. know why, because... Why would they assume that the woman standing across the street is causing this? She, like, Ruth is like a block away. Bo and Sheriff Dad are right there, and then Bo disintegrates all the, the, the G-Men's guns, and she's just like, that's done now. It, it, it's super weird. And then she's just like, take me instead. Uh, why you could just you don't have to bargain with them at all you took their guns away yeah just go get your little girl you can't turn someone to dust in front of the cop he's a narc turn him to dust later i guess i guess bo also disintegrates the door or does the little girl do that i think she does it okay uh and layla steps out and wanders out until through (laughs) just disintegrating doors left and right until she leaves and i think bo is doing it she has her eyes closed and is doing the I'm using superpowers oh, yeah, maybe. emote. Everybody's just cool with it. She's like, okay. The little girl's out. That's fine, I guess. And then, I don't know, Layla runs over to uh, to Ruth after Bo gives her a, a necklace, which ends up just being a note. Um, and, and Ruth and Layla leave. And Bo stays to be in a governmental experiment? Guess so. I mean, I guess she could leave it anytime she feels like. Yeah. She just doesn't want... Here it is. Okay, she doesn't want her her granddaughter to watch her murder six men. Ah, yeah, that'll do it. I'm going to turn these these guys inside out the second you are out of line of sight. <laughs> so uh, they just hop in the truck and they're, they're, they leave. Like, Ruth has no qualms leaving her mom to be abducted by these government men. 
Sheriff Dad and, and Bo share like a, a tender sort of embrace with a lot of face touching. That's how I'm going to leave you today is by touching your face. Could you? Just like your John Travolta. That'd be great. What? Just like your John Travolta. Is that a thing he does? Uh, if you watch the movie Face Off. Yep. Oh. Uh, Bo puts the doors back as she walks back into the station. And does she lock these men outside? Seemingly. None of them try the door. She just walks in and closes the door on them. And and Ruth and, and Layla drive away. And and she pulls out the this note that just has a a thing that Bo wrote down. It says, "Go find other guy, other people with superpowers." Simona Lot is real. I don't remember that coming up earlier. She's in Rome. Cool. No way to get there. You don't have passports. Sky. They can take a plane apart. And do what? Fly. Neither of them is a pilot. I mean, little girl might be able to pick that up, but I don't. I don't think so. Well, then it ends. Yep. So- We're all. Fucking heartbroken. It ends on this dramatic cliffhanger of go find other people like you. Okay, and and then and then what? Form a, a school that'll that'll protect or have you learn against robots to protect a world that hates and fears you. No. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe. We'll see. Jake. Nothing about this was turtlerific. What was the most turtlerific part? None of it. It was boring. It was very boring. The part where she took a cigarette apart was kind of neat, but that, that was it. That was pretty cool. Um, I I enjoyed my nap, kind of. <laughs> I was trying real hard to stay awake, honestly. I thought about waking you up, and I was like, nah, it'll be funnier to make fun of him later for taking a nap. <laughs> the visual effects were pretty good whenever they disintegrate a thing. Yeah, and they were. Just, unfortunately, they were 45 minutes apart when that happened. Yup. You'd think that this movie about superpowers would have more superpowers that would do stuff that was constructive in it. You gonna throw this away when we're done with it? Yeah, maybe. Who's the most likable or effective character? Lila. Yeah. Did you want me to follow up? Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna give it to Sheriff Dad because he knew everything and was trying to get them to do stuff. Oh no! Dinosaur Backpack was the most likable, effective character. Yep, you got it. He nailed it. I'm gonna still give it to Sheriff Dad. Because he was just trying to move the plot along against everybody else's wishes. <laughs> so, guys, there's scientists. Let's go. <laughs> it's a, you need to get out. Also, maybe, like, start wearing a hat or something. You're not hiding your face at all. Um, so, Jake, what'd you do for a pop culture palate cleanse for these last couple of weeks? I don't know. <laughs> I've lost all semblance of reality. <laughs> Been in here too long watching this movie twice. Um, what happened? You had a party yesterday. Yeah, we went, we partied, partied two nights in a row. That's also why my brain is mush. Yeah, I didn't get home till like two or three or whatever. Had, you had to and be, I woke up to be like so close early. to four o'clock by the time you got home. It was so right? early, yeah. There's a parade think, today that I, I, went I went to. I went to bed at like three and that was not long after you left. You just had to go upstairs. Yeah, that's true. I think the only thing that I, I'm reading Alphabet Squadron, the Star Wars novel it's pretty good so far i'm not that far into it we were throwing a party so we spent the last two weeks finishing putting our house together <laughs> so that's eating up all that time yeah that is a bit of a time but i got real big plans for the rest of the evening to do a whole lot of nothing yep that is also my plan hopefully there's some sort of bar rescue that i can watch that'd be nice um I watched uh, The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah? Or Grinding Nemo, as I've heard it called. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. 
It was real good. I really liked it. Yeah, you liked it probably because it made you all horny because it's all weird. Got all horned up horny. about the fish, man. Yeah. It's the horniest movie about fish you'll see this year. <laughs> it is abundantly clear that uh, Guillermo del Toro just really loved Abe Sapien from Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. that, just from the, the fucking commercials, it was very clear from yep. that. Uh, that. Is like even the 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 woman the main character, um, she's mute, so they have a thing because he also can't speak English, uh, and she feeds him eggs. Remember how when we first meet Egg Sapien, they're feeding him eggs. No, well that's the thing that happens. Oh. That's how they bond. She I don't some food. I don't like Hellboy as much as everyone else. I mean, it's good and it's yeah, fine, it's but I don't. I feel like everyone likes it a lot more than me. I also have. I remember stuff about movies better than you usually. Yeah, Except but, for when I sleep through them. Well, there's that. And it definitely not names. Yeah, I was going to say. Events and, I got. And if there's a character who has a name in a movie, you you can't handle it. I can remember luckily up that, to Luckily, names. that doesn't come up very often. <laughs> That's true. Like in that movie, The Matrix, nobody had a name. There was the one, though. Uh, the first Matrix is real good. I haven't seen it in, ow, I haven't seen it in a long-ass time. Um, I think I did some other stuff, but it's... It's been a blurry, blurry week. Yeah, I'm, I bought comics before I came here, so I'm going to go home and read those. Work's been dumb. Uh, and also, I've been playing a lot of Champions Online. I got I got a superhero on there. Actually, I have a lot of character slots, so I've <laughs> been... I mostly fuck around with the character creation, because it's fun. Um, Yeah, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Probably. Uh, we will be starting Probably Mystic Nights for real this time, next time. I think we're going to be back on our regular schedule starting next week. We'll see. I'll do my best to muck it up. <laughs> Look, you're going to have to watch these Mystical Nights fight at some point. It Jake. can't be any more boring than what we just watched. Uh, I will say the effects are significantly lessened, and the quality of the video we'll be watching won't help that at all. That's true. Uh, but... It's only 20 minutes long, so yep. I'm into that. We will blaze through it pretty quick, I hope. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. Could have watched Street Sharks. We could have. I have the I, whole season I was going to say, DVD. I guess I could probably still watch Street Sharks huh? <laughs> on my own. Yeah, you could. Uh, Furby suggested we watch WMAC Masters for this, and I am in. What is that? It's like wrestling, but with karate. Oh, and uh, less people liked it, so it only went, like, two seasons, question mark? There's only, like, 50 episodes. Um, it, It's the quest for the Dragon Star, Jake. You know the Dragon Star? No. Nobody did. They just kind of started the season with it, and, like, the Dragon Star, as though we already knew what it was. We didn't. It didn't make any sense as to why it was so important. But the, the guy who won the most matches got to hold the Dragon Star and oh. sit in a throne. It was, I got a lot more information about it, but I mostly want to wrap this up. So, thank you guys very much for listening. Also, I don't care. (laughs) You'll care eventually. Damn it. Uh, (laughs) Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, If you want, you can rate and review the show on whatever podcatcher of your choice that you use, if it lets you. Don't give us a review based on this episode. Yeah, if you could. Listen to, what's a good one? Um, that time we interviewed that poor man who worked on Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and we felt bad. <laughs> we didn't tell him the overall neg- negative. We also didn't tell direction. him that we'd never interviewed someone before. I think it went okay. It he, was fun. He did most of the talking, yeah, so it, was, it went fine. Job. 
Um, that was fun though. I uh, can't believe that worked. Yeah, it was super weird. And then we never tried to do it again. Uh, I'm sorry. I bothered Sean Aston constantly on Twitter. Sean Ashmore. I I bothered Sean Ashmore constantly. Maybe Sean that's why Astin. it didn't work because I was bothering Sean Aston. <laughs> Accident. Hey, American Pie dude, come be on this thing. What? No, Sean Aston is a hobbit. He's oh. Rudy. You're thinking of Sean William Scott. I am. I was thinking, which isn't even close to Sean Aston. Nope. Sean Ashmore and Sean Aston sound the same. <laughs> if only this guy's there was... a very specific kind of racist where he can't tell Sean's apart. <laughs> I'm just face blind, I guess. No, that's not true. I'm just name blind. I cannot keep it in my head. It just won't stay there. I don't know why. In any event, uh, thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end on the Twitter. You can email the show at uh, popculturefailure at gmail.com. And I am at Sandwich Surplus on all of the social medias. I'm at Midwest Love Affair on. It's, it's on I think on all Most of, of your things. Yeah. And uh, we will probably see you next week with Mystic Knights. Probably. Stay frosty! Bye. Oh, we've done it. It's over.